Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Well, we are here at Lighthouse Coffee Roasters here in North Kingstown today with our roast master, Bob Kenderson. Bob, nice to see you. Thanks for having us today. Oh, thanks for being here. It's always great to see you in. I know that you love the dark roast coffee, so I'm always happy to pour you a cup anytime I see you. Well, it is really good coffee, I have to say, and uh, you know how I feel about coffee. And uh, so I uh, found you here in uh, North Kingstown on Post Road. And uh, I noticed that your dark roast is called Extra Dark Roast. It's your Castle Hill blend. Um, and it's actually not a blend. Tell me about it. Well, it's actually a single origin. And the nice thing I like about this coffee is I met one of the guys. And what he does is he represents a group of farmers down in Columbia. And the beautiful thing about it is him and his father own a farm him themselves. And they started it for themselves to try to get their farm to directly be represented here in the States. And what it's grown into for them is he's able to directly represent other farmers in their region in Colombia. So the nice thing for us is I'm buying a bag from this woman's farm and I know that she's getting exactly what I'm paying for. It's not going to a middleman, it's not going through customs, it's it's going directly to her and that coffee's coming directly to us unadulterated that way her and her community can benefit from us roasting and serving their coffee um, and not only is it just directly to her farm which is nice normally farms join together and they process together so you have different climates and different territories of coffee going through and there's a single origin of that regard but when I say a single origin I'm talking about one farm 7,000 trees in the same spot yeah. Now, in wine, that's known as estate grown. Is that the same terminology that is used in coffee? I should know this, but I'm asking you. Well, it's not necessarily the same terminology, but you could think of it as the same process. Yeah. So it's you could call this almost an estate lot. Yeah. It's this. You know, her acreage is what's in the bag. Nothing else. Nobody else is. So, and her name is directly on the bag. Uh, Zoila Rojas she has her name on the bag with her farm name on there. So not only does her farm get represented, but she as a person gets represented too. That way her community can grow and build off of us serving her coffee. Pretty amazing. And in terms of the cup, what's in the cup, it is one of the best cups of coffee that you're going to taste. And I would love to find out just the subtle nuances. I don't even know if I could taste them, but between her farm, you know, Zoilo Rojas farm, and the farm that's the adjoining farm, you know, because there has to be some subtle nuances just with the, the you know, the terroir, what's in the soil, how those beans are grown. And that would be really interesting to be able to drill down and to, to see those differences. But I mean, you've got some special coffee going on. Yeah. And I mean, the nice thing is, is every Every farm, every lot's going to have its own types of variations. The soil's going to be different. The sun exposure is going to be different. So everything that happens to that coffee fruit is going to change how that bean tastes, especially after I roast it. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. And that's before you get your hands on it. And you're carefully roasting it here at Lighthouse here in North Kingstown. Uh, just tell me a little bit about the, the process and the machinery that you use, because it, uh, it's really uh, something to talk about as well. 
Well, the nice thing about this is we're roasting on an electric roaster. Um, for a while, electric roasters have been more like tabletop home roasters for somebody just trying to get into it a little bit. Um, what we've done is we've partnered with a company called Bellwether, and they've developed a commercial model of electric roaster that has precise temperature guidance on how I roast the coffee. So I can pre-program the entire roast cycle before I even drop the beans in. And the nice thing about that is there's no waste of coffee. I know exactly my end point before I even begin. And the beautiful thing behind that is I can roast in small batches and have guaranteed consistency out of this roaster because I can program that in. Um, and as much as it might not be the same romanticism as a gas roaster where, you know, somebody's standing by and maintaining it throughout its entire um, process, the beautiful thing for me is again that guaranteed consistency so the cup that you had today is the same cup that you can again have next week next right. month based on as long as i can continue getting the beans from that same farm sure the consistency is what makes it in the cup and this is a really enjoyable cup now i like a dark roast people get turned off by a dark roast but this is a dark roast coffee for people that maybe would uh, say no no it's too strong or whatever it's very smooth the colombian gives you good notes of fruit and of fullness and it is a mellow cup of coffee now i drink my coffee black that's not to say that you have to and it's the only way you can taste it you have to taste it the way that you like it but this would stand up to cream it would stand up to you know oat milk and double uh, <laughs> stevia and uh, and and all kinds of other things but it is a uh, a, a really pleasant uh, straightforward uh, dark roast smooth all of the hard edges have been round off. There's no bitterness here, and it is really an enjoyable cup of coffee. Now, that's not the only coffee that uh, Bob roasts here or serves here at Lighthouse. Tell us about some of your other coffees. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we try and touch each continent at least a little bit here because each continent overall, not even specifically the countries in each continent, overall will have its baseline of almost tasting notes to that coffee. So a coffee from Africa is gonna be more towards that stone fruit and might have those other darker um, nuances to it, while an Indonesian coffee might lead to a lot more complexities, a little bit of fruitiness to it. And that Central and South American coffee is tends to have an underlying dark chocolate note to it. So we try to kind of give a good variety here and we don't do a lot of blending but one of, when we do blend, we like to blend across rows profiles. So I'm not just blending maybe two different countries together in their single origins, but I, I'm also blending across maybe one's a light roast and one's a dark roast. That way we can add some complexity, but keep the body that everybody likes in that coffee. Because a light roast coffee drinker really values complexity and that, that flavor. But a dark roast coffee drinker is going to think that that's tea. Right. So we want, we want to give them the best of both worlds. So our house blend, I mean, I call it our people pleaser coffee. It's a little bit of our Colombian dark roast and a little bit more of an Ethiopian light roast. That way we can just make sure, you know what, you're going to get both ends of it. Everybody's going to enjoy it. Everybody's going to love it. It's, it's a great uh, aromatic cup of coffee. Uh, it gives you that great aroma, but it, it gives you in the cup what you're looking for. 
if you are comparing to that place down the road with the two D's. So, which, you know, let's face it, everybody's at a different point in their in their coffee drinking experience, and especially first thing in the morning, you want what you want, you like what you know, you like, and you, you need that thing to get going. So, uh, for for that, what would you come in here to Lighthouse and order? Well, I mean, the nice thing that about us is we're not overly into being coffee purists. Right. A black cup of coffee pour over is going to stand up and it's going to be great for somebody who's like, I'm, you know, a coffee expert and I want to have something that I can pick apart and I can find all the different nuances in. But also, we have that guilty pleasure coffee. I mean, we can put dark chocolate, white chocolate, peppermint, cold foam. We, we can make anything happen because at the end of the day, we're here for a pleasant experience. We're not here to be better than. We're here to make sure that when you come through, we're going to give you the opportunity to have the best cup of coffee the way you like it. If you like it with extra cream, extra sugar, have at it. All all that does with the coffee is you're almost putting almost a different filter in front of it. Our job is to give you the best picture. Now you make it the way that you want it. Sure. You have a real espresso machine in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, as much as we went new age with the electric roaster, with the profiles and the programming that, you know, the world is moving towards, we want to kind of bring a little bit of that old world in here. And we have an original, it's an Italian espresso machine, but the only computer component is the little red light that says it's on. Everything else is manual. It's pistons and springs and a lever that you pull, and that's where it comes from. When somebody says you're pulling a shot, we are literally pulling a shot. And the nice thing is you get that tactile feel as a barista, and in the cup you are getting something. It's not been pumped through. It's not been pushed through. It's it's pulled through properly, so that coffee is actually getting a real push that is very consistent, very maintainable, um, and there's no no motors that are kind of adding or changing that water going through. So at, we took as many things out of play as possible on that espresso so you can get the purest shot possible to then build off because it gives you so much room after that. How many different types of coffee do you serve here at Lighthouse Coffee Roasters and Cafe? Usually at any time we have six to eight different single origins and one or two different blends. Sometimes we partner with other companies uh, right or organizations. Currently we have three blends with the Cranston Police Department um, and that supports their Cali program for their therapy dog. All the proceeds of the cans go to that program and we work with the police officers in that program to make different blends that they would like. So for one of the police officers we went extra dark with the blend that way they had that aggressive cup of coffee but being that it's a therapy dog, we also have a light roast blend that, that really pleases a lot of other people in that program. Um, and then beyond that, we, we have some naturally flavored coffees that we roast. So we sit those beans in a natural flavor oil after they roast while they're still warm. As they cool down, they'll take that flavor oil in and then a black cup of coffee is going to taste like vanilla, caramel, coconut, or even around the holidays we've done gingerbread, peppermint mocha. Um, and it's not something that's taking away from the coffee. It's something that we're adding as almost a topper to something that's already great. Sure. Now, you come from a restaurant family. Did, were you the one making the coffee in the restaurant? How did you, how did you get into coffee? So I, I got into coffee mostly because, like 
most of us. I was drinking it nonstop. Sure. I mean, I, I was going to the Dunkin' across the street from the restaurant maybe four or five times a day. <laughs> um, and eventually I realized that I needed to slow down a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would be making coffee at the restaurant for myself while I was in the back in the kitchen. I would work with different coffee purveyors. Um, but what really got me into coffee was my wife and I, we met over coffee and we had always kind of bonded over this coffee experience and coffee shop experience. And eventually, um, I, I worked in a cafe and I found my spell, myself spending more time with my coffee roaster and enjoying that time there at his roasting facility and learning more about coffee. So when COVID came around and a lot of things got shut down and life got a lot slower, um, my wife and I took that as the opportunity to start roasting coffee and experimenting with different things and um, ended up turning it into an online business, um, which out of COVID now we've expanded into a cafe and turned it into our full-time jobs outside of uh, the restaurants. It's a great story, and it's great coffee. So uh, it's uh, love love any kind of foods and coffees and things with the story, and uh, you have a great one to tell, Bob Kenderson. Where are you located, and where can we find you, and when are you open? We're located at 7446 Post Road, right in North Kingstown. All you got to do is go down like you're going to the Quonset Airport, and you got to keep going south a little bit. If you've hit Wickford, you've gone a little too far. <laughs> Um, and for the Rhode Island directions, we're between two Dave's Markets and a Newport Creamery. There you go. How much more Rhode Island can you get? When are you open? We're open seven days a week. Monday through Saturday, we open at 6.30, and Sunday, we open at 8. Excellent. And we can find your coffees online? Absolutely. At lighthousecoffeeri.com. You can find all of the coffees we're doing. You can see what we're up to. You can even order online and see our food menu, too. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for talking coffee with me today. It's so much fun and uh, enjoyable. We wish you all the best here at Lighthouse Coffee Roasters and Cafe. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure being around here, and uh, thanks for having me. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.